Because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. Visit our website at wihhw.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, see guest links and information, and some fancy extras. Also, check us out on Facebook at, at What I Had Heard Was, and Instagram at What I Had Heard. And if you really want to get something off your chest, shoot us an email at what I had heard was at gmail.com. Now that you've been informed, <laughs> things are about to get weird. Welcome to What I Had Heard Was. I am Jennifer, and I am here today by myself to tell you about my favorite episode. Um, my personal favorite uh, well, one of them was The Witches in Salem and Otherwise. And that was partially because of the endless ergot jokes um, but all kidding aside it was a dark time in our history and I think that we need to strive to be better people so you know don't accuse people of being witches and don't be a fucking asshole you know what I'm saying enjoy episode 56 welcome to what I had heard was midnight edition I am Jennifer and I'm Anna. And I'm Diane. And today we're talking about witches. With my favorite witches. I don't know if that's a thing, but it, we can make it a thing. Sure. I feel witchy. I don't even know what, what does that mean. What does feeling witchy to you mean? Uh, I feel, I feel connected to the earth. I was thinking <laughs> about this earlier, though. Like, out of all quote-unquote religions, organized beliefs, whatever, I would believe in Mother Nature or energy that seems more logical to me. And so I think things based around that seem to hold a little bit more logic to me, I guess. is. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, the, the I think that the, the Wiccan religion... I guess a spiritual belief system. Um, there you go. Yeah, um, I think that you know there's a lot of uh, much like with all religions, you know, it promotes um, being good to one another, um, but it's it's all about um, it's very similar with a lot of uh, Native American and like Shinto religions of um, being part of a greater good um, of a greater whole, being part of your environment part of the world in tune with that kind of stuff um as as opposed to ruling over or being above or um you know mm -hmm. which uh, i'm a big fan of i'm a, a big fan of being a team player so to speak so you, you guys know any would i join a coven oh totally hanging out with a bunch of women that um can cook really good food and can put hexes on people that they don't like and um, have like sweet ass gardens and a bunch of cats and you know whatever hanging around I'm cool with that. I don't think I could ever be a witch like I can't keep any plants alive no matter how much I try <laughs> well there's different kinds of witches though you know so um, plant, there's plant murdering kind 
<laughs> yes, you get to. You can be the one that murders the plants. The evil plant witch. I can be the one that grows the plants. You can be the one that murders the ones that we don't like. How just, about that? just as I walk through, they all die. <laughs> you that would be... use those dead plants for things for your concoctions. Yeah, I mean they have to dry out, right? To like smoke them and make teas and things like that. Sure. Grind them up into poultices or whatever. Absolutely. Well, all natural healing. But then, then, then. then but then, 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 then. And then, then. <laughs> <laughs> then there's our perception of witches, which is mm. the magical or uh, evil side of them. The media-based, like, yeah. Uh, well, you have way back to the Wizard of Oz, and then you have Practical Magic. There's Witches right, of Eastwick. Right. Which is a great movie, by the by. It holds up well. Agreed. And all the yeah. way back to the witch trials. Right. right. And and that's the thing. A lot of that stuff, it's, um, it's all based off of, you know, a patriarchal society um, trying to hold dominion over something that they don't understand. You know, I mean, the, the folks that... <clears throat> came on the Mayflower of America were religious zealots who were kicked out of England for being too religious, you know? So they came over and like, hey, let's start something in America where we can have religious freedom. Um, but it's a little extreme. It's like, you know, it's a little uh, religious extremism. And so then they came over and anything that was not part of their religious extremism, they wanted to destroy. So, God forgives um, you. God forgives you. <laughs> you know, which is why they had such great personal relation with uh, the, you know, the people who already lived here um, in America. And uh, then anybody who was practicing any sort of other sort of ideology uh, was burned at the stake or an outcast or um, considered of the devil. So and which is where a lot of that stuff came from. So it was just, you know, people were trying to do their own thing, trying to do something different, and uh, burned at the stake for it. So. I mean, you can't control people when they think for themselves. It becomes problematic for the wealthy. Very true. It's, uh, it's also boils back to, you know, who's got the control over stuff. You know, it's, a, it's very similar with um, the drug rules, laws, um, war on drugs that's going on against marijuana, for example. It is a plant that grows naturally. You really don't have to do much to it to enjoy it in the state that it's in. Um, and, you know, the only way that we can legally um, consume any of this stuff is if you <laughs> buy it through the government now, you know. Um, where it's like this thing that is you can grow in your own backyard that has great medicinal purposes, which we talked uh, extensively about in our uh, medical marijuana podcast episode. You should go check it out. Um, yeah, it's something that you can <laughs> grow right here. You don't have to deal with all these opiates, all these like, you know, crazy shit made in um, laboratories that have, you know, are hugely destructive to your body. Like, you know, you can... Um, but yeah, it's not 
controlled, it's not legislated, and therefore it's illegal and you can't you can't have at it. So um, it's all about control. Uh, it was episode 16 and season one was our medical marijuana episode. There you go. Check it out, folks. We got, we talk, we've been talking about crazy shit for a really long time. So, Yeah, and if you're just arriving to the party, welcome. Have a seat. Grab a cupcake. Fuck yeah, we got cupcakes. Shh, don't tell her. Oh. Punch and pie. Punch and pie. Then, um, more people will show up if you tell them you got punch and pie. We will mail um, every one of our listeners a piece of pie. So what's uh, what's your favorite thing about uh, witches? I've been very interested in the history of witches since I can remember. And I went and visited Salem uh, in Massachusetts. I had a friend who lived, who actually grew up there. So we went to the Salem Witch Museum and um, he grew up on the street that the guy who got pressed to death with stones. Oh, right. Um, um, I'm bad with names, but yes. And and oh. and as as because they were trying to get him to confess and he wouldn't. And so his dying words were. Yep. More. More weight. Yeah. Like, more just keep going. Weight. Yeah. Uh, so I just remember that we went to the museum for the witches in Salem and it was like all in I don't think they were animatronics but they were wax you know and then the light the spotlight came up on them and then they would like show that story of Tichuba and the kids and how they um they that famous witch trial in the 14 or the 16 I'm not doing a really good job for being really into it am I <laughs> You, you got the gist of it right. Well, anyway, so I went to the Salem Museum with my friends who grew up there, and they had wax figures who would get turned on with a spotlight as they were telling their story. Like and turned on, or <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and it was a story of Tichaba. The I think she was like considered the slave who they thought were doing they thought was doing voodoo and was a witch and was making the kids witches and casting spells on them and then they were possessed and the story of the crucible basically. Right, right. And, um, but they were just making things up, essentially. Or they were high off of mold, right? Isn't there like a mold component to this? Ergot. Ergot poisoning from moldy rye bread yeah. causes hallucinations. As well as death. <laughs> so yeah. don't try to just Downside. leave your rye bread out on the table and, you know, sniff it. Don't do that. Snip your rye bread. That's what I usually do to mine before I throw it away. <laughs> Doing some sweet lines. Chop, I was going to say chop it up on the mirror. <laughs> I, get, I get the light Jewish rye, so sometimes the caraway seeds get stuck in my nose. <laughs> we do not endorse any of this. <laughs> don't, don't go snorting bread, people. It's not good. 
I think that's what Tijiba said as well. Those she are, took out yeah. caraway seeds stuck in her nose. Verbatim. And that was the, the beginning of the witch trials, really. Yeah. Um, and I just remember sitting in that museum, and they always started off going, do you believe in witches? Millions of your ancestors did. And <laughs> That was the history of it, really. That's kind of irrelevant. Like, lots of people believed lots of shit. Doesn't mean like we. Right. Yeah. I think it's just you know it's it it was just trying to you know tie in pull you into the clickbait you know, you. To what? Clickbait you right in. Clickbait. <laughs> Real life clickbait. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, well, I have also been to Salem. And I have, they still have that same uh, museum with the same wax people. <laughs> yeah, he's in there too? Yes, because it's like you're standing on the floor. Yeah. And, and then um, there's the, the mannequins, the wax folks are kind of up on the side, like in these cubbies and like things, you know, and so you turn around to kind of see all the, the story being told. Um, and yeah it's it's nuts like the uh the town itself you know still has these historic buildings you can see you know where people lived there's the um the cemetery uh where these folks are buried you know so like you can actually touch their gravestones um of you know the the guy whose name that we forget that was like with the stones on my chest that's it giles Corey. It just hit me like a ton of brick stones. Oh. 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 Um, and, uh, yeah, so, and it's it's crazy how, um, you know, because, you know, us working in the theater, I have done versions of the Crucible, like, at least six or seven times. So it's like, I'm pretty, you know, and then we had to read read that in, in English class and high school. And, you know, so it's like, you get indoctrinated everybody kind of knows this story in one way or the other. And then it's, whoa, it's here. Like these are actual people like this actually happened, you know? And it makes you think like that kind of stuff, similar stuff still happens today. You know, I mean, the whole term of, you know, a witch hunt um, is, you know, going after somebody uh, falsely, you know, accusing them of false actions um, and it's just, it's, it's crazy how, you know, just it, it's actual history and it's right there and you can see it. And I'm the sad odd man out on this one. I've never been. Road trip. We were going to have such a great road, like seriously, like all the awesome places we need to go haunted and not haunted. That'd be a great place to go for sure. Yeah. Um, all, one of the things that was pretty great, though, when I was there, um, besides the, the Puritan history and uh, of it, was that there's a store that sells various Wiccan slash witch type things. So there's an entire wall just full of different herbs and plants and minerals and crystals and things like that for natural healing. Um, as well as, um, you know, talismans and candles and uh, things that are supposed to help promote good energy, et cetera, et cetera. 
And I thought that was pretty great that there is a there is a recognized um, Wiccan community in Salem to counteract, you know, a lot of the you know, pointy-hatted, riding on broomstick kind of uh, feelings that we have about witches, you know. Yeah, I mean, the media gives us one view, and then depending on where you are in the world is whether they consider witch or interchangeable words to be good or bad. You know, I mean, some will interchange uh, witch and shaman, and shamans are very much uh, for, for good. Um, Versus a witch and a warlock. Well, a warlock is a male witch, but like, you know, witches and demons or the devil um, is evil connotations. Right. As, a, as opposed to a shaman, which is like a healer and a spiritual guide. Mm-hmm. And they do, like you mentioned earlier, some people will say instead of like a voodoo priestess, they'll have a witch or, and I think so many different titles are interchanged with witch that it really depends where you are and what, uh, and how you're using it, obviously. Sure, sure. I know one of our former guests, instead of celebrating Christmas, uh, celebrates the winter solstice and follows a lot of uh, the practices of paganism slash Wiccan beliefs of the holiday. And so they will uh, make wreaths and burn um, a Yule log and as well as creating a little wooden goat that they, you know, in a bonfire kind of a thing. Um, and it's a lot of fun going over and eating delicious food. <laughs> and then uh, we get to have make our own wreaths and then I hang them on mine on the door for the rest of the winter. Um, and they also, you know, Halloween's really big, obviously, because um, uh, Salwain is the fall solstice or equinox uh, celebration. Um, and then in the spring, you have Oster, uh, which the uh, the Catholics like to, they gravitated to all these holidays and switched them into something else to kind of um, convert the pagans into their, um, into their religion. Um, so Oster, which is the spring equinox holiday, uh, had, was turned into Easter. So, I forget what the summer is. It's just hot. <laughs> I really like that the Salem Witch Museum, like you said, they have that wall of like w- Wiccan things. Oh, like the that. healing, the healing stuff. Well, that was at a mm. store that was actually down the street. Oh, okay. Well, I I remember yeah. at the museum they had a whole tribute to understanding pagan beliefs and like oh. where that came from and I really like how they dedicated some time to that as well just to understanding where some of that came from um, because to my understanding right it started pagan beliefs are what informed the modern Wiccan movement right correct and that's what you're sort of talking about here and that's that is the that's the heart of connecting things to the earth and 
um, less of like magical, what the media sees as like a magical or evil or connecting anything with Satanism and things like that. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. (laughs) Although I love me some Harry Potter. (laughs) I worked with a lady who had a uh, unnatural obsession with Harry Potter um, when uh, the actor was still a preteen child. Mm. Um, And I was like, that's awkward. And she's like, well, but I've read all the books and you know, he gets older and da 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 and all this stuff. And I'm like, mm, there's a line I feel like you're crossing. You might want to take some of his pictures down off of your door. But She's got the Harry Potter erotica going on. <laughs> Harry Pooter? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh, you know, I didn't come up with that, right? Why do you think they made it into a bad thing? So why do you think, yeah, why do you think if, if these, let's say these ladies were running around and like, let's say they're like, hey, I'm not going to wear my corset. I'm going to wear a long flowing dress and let my boobs hang out. And I'm going to light a soy candle and, and make, take these herbs instead of taking these other things that they want me to take. I'm just imagining myself as a witch in like the 14th or the 1600s or whatever. But every bit of that is why they tried to make it into, they gave it bad connotations. It's because you're free. They can't control you. If you don't buy into their organized religion, they don't control you. Because it's between you and nature. Mm -hmm. So she must be influenced by Satan. If she's not following my rules. Obviously, she's a woman. That makes sense. Well, and, and you know, Catholicism, Christianity in general, is, you know, a lot of it's, you know, you're born into sin. And so you have to spend your whole life trying to make up for something that you, as an individual, have absolutely no control over. You know, so it's like all of it is about controlling your behavior. We're going to get a lot of uh, emails about this, I feel. Well, I, I would like some more information. I actually went to my bookcase to see if I had any reference material because it kind of went back to a couple books that I worked on. And I did have a book, uh, The Witch's Guide to Life, that apparently I knew quite a bit at some point in time. I looked at it and <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't remember any of this. So that's where right? we were with I feel that. the same way. I... I was so excited about talking about the Salem Museum and all of that stuff, but I also had gotten a book at some point and read it called The Delusions of Satan that was all about the witch trials and everything. I don't remember one bit of that fucking book. Yeah. (laughs) You remember actually reading it? Yeah, well, no. (laughs) Well, that might be why you don't remember the book then. This is why I only occasionally did okay in school. (laughs) School, too, was also overrated. Uh, It's all about controlling and making you a productive individual in a cog of society as opposed to actually teaching you how to think for yourself. So that's a whole other 
system of control besides religion. I'm just going to breathe deep and hold it down. Yeah. We'll talk about it another day. I remember when, uh, uh, so growing up, half the fa- half of our family's Catholic, the other half is Jewish, and so for the first 12 years of our life, we were exposed to both sides religiously, and they were like, cool, make up your own mind. And um, so I remember when I learned about in Judaism that, like, they don't believe in heaven and hell. You know, it's the idea that um, if somebody is actually able to to um, complete X amount mitzvot, which are good deeds, um, that then heaven will come to earth and everybody will get to enjoy, all of, you know, like basically the, the world that we live in will turn into a quote-unquote heaven of its own kind of a thing. Um, and, but until then, like, we're just dead, <laughs> you know? Um, and so once I realized that, you know, like, wait, this religion slash other religions don't have this same concept of heaven and hell. Therefore, there's thousands, millions of people around the world who do not believe in heaven and hell. So then that way, it's not a scary thing. It's like if you don't believe in the boogeyman that living under your bed, then you're not scared of him. So, right. Until he chews religion, your feet off. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Until he proves you wrong. Right. <laughs> you know, um, and so these religion, these other religions have other ways of encouraging people to, you know, be good people. But it's not out of, at least in, for Judaism, it's not out of fear of going to hell. You know, um, that the good deed is the, doing the good deed is the reward. You know, and I liked that. I mean, I love the. The, the rituals and a lot of the symbi- symbiology, I don't, that's not even a word, um, the symbolism of Catholicism uh, and, you know, the candles and the robes and the songs, I mean, you know, such good music, but um, the actual ideology of how you interact with your fellow human being, I uh, agreed with Judaism a little more. And because as an individual, you get to talk directly to God. You don't have to go through a priest to go through a pope and have them interpret stuff for you. You get to interpret that stuff on your own. And you're encouraged to do good deeds for the sake of doing good deeds. <laughs> you know, not because you're going to be punished by some guy running around with a pitchfork and, you know, burning in hell. So it felt a little more inclusive, at least what I was learning, um, than, uh, well, than, Catholicism did so now Catholicism has a lot of really great things and a lot of really great Catholics I'm not trying to it's just this was my personal opinion and take on it so there you go no I think that you're making really great points and I also always admired that I I always admired your viewpoint of religion and your adoption of religion because you were able to make that decision so you fully understand what you were doing and why and so that's why i've always really liked celebrating those holidays with you and learning more about it yeah and we have some kick-ass dreidel battles during hanukkah so you know there's that (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, honestly, like if there would have been a, <laughs> a a Wiccan coven, you know, that was part of my hey, let's try out different religions. Honestly, I probably would have gone with that. Um, <laughs> after learning about it, you know, because it's like you, you, I started learning about different folklore and stories, and you know, like we've talked about this before, but um, once I started learning about, you know, native. Native American um, religions and, you know, their spirituality and, you know, the, the Wiccan movement. It's like, it just, like you it, said, it was it a lot more sense. logical, <laughs> made a lot more sense. So, well, yeah, you, you yeah, look so. at it and you're like, it's not like, going, well, how the hell could that possibly happen? That's ridiculous. You're like, well, you know, sure. Let's, let's back up to be a little bit more knowledgeable to what I was trying to say before. I looked up a little... <laughs> I looked up a kid's worksheet on the Salem witch trials, which gives us some very clear facts that old Diane couldn't remember before. That's no, but this is totally my speed. So let's do this. Well, so it was three girls accused of witchcraft. And if you remember, their names were Abigail Adams, Betty Paris. And someone else that the kids' worksheet didn't think was important. <gasps> Let's give them a name. <laughs> little kid. And Peggy. <laughs> little kid Peggy. Peggy. Little Peggy. And, you know, um, little Ham- Hamilton throughout. And Peggy. <laughs> and it says that they were um, outcasts. So <sighs> Why is really it fuck that kid? Like, I'm really upset about this. <laughs> so they were outcasts. And that's why they were considered witches, and that's why it all started. Um, I'd be screwed. Me too. (laughs) Anyone could request a trial if they concluded that a death or illness was brought on by witchcraft, and the suspected witch could be arrested. So that led to um, over 200 trials. Between 19, not 19, not 19, <laughs> 1692 and 1693. So, yeah, in one year, right, over the course of a year, complete and utter chaos uh, was going on in this little town. And it was so much so that, like, um, they had to send in judges and, and other uh, officials from Boston to go, what the hell is going on in this little town? Let's figure some shit out. Uh, some tests to see if someone was a witch. One method was a witch cake. The cake was made using urine from the little girls and fed to the dog. When the dog ate the cake, the witch would cry out in pain as if the dog was eating part of them. All right. Okay. Yeah, I could pass that. The touch test was another method. It was believed that if the accused witch touched their victim and the victim's symptoms stopped, it meant that it was them who caused the illness. Some people believe that witchcraft could be proved due to the appearance of witch teeth on the victim's bodies. These were moles or blemishes on the skin that were insensitive to touch. Yeah, so anything... Right. Yeah, they could have, you know, they could have chicken pox or, you know, um, a wart or, 
you know, and this is where you get the whole um, witches have warts uh, thing is from this test. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is them witch teats, teats the old Arnold Palmer? <laughs> so did, any, did do any of the the trials talk about um if witches float they didn't include that in our little kids worksheet here but i do remember that as part of my own uh you know my own experience with all this stuff is that they put them in the lake right uh just watch monty python they make it very clear and then you will have no problem further. As long as they weigh less than a duck, then you're fine. Or is it more than a duck? Almost everything was that they were going, to, you were going to come out a witch or die. Like, if you weren't a witch, then you were dead. That's how you proved you weren't a witch. Right. Yeah, because they would bind your hands and throw you into a river, right? And if you drown, like, if you... If you floated to the top, then you're a witch because all witches float. But if you sink to the bottom, then you weren't a witch. But the thing was, is that then you're at the bottom of this river and with your hands tied and now you're dead. Right. So. Unless you can breathe water. You're a water right. witch. And, <laughs> right. In which case you're a mermaid. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother <laughs> set of tests. They probably did not want to include that on this little fact worksheet for kids. I can't imagine why. But they got teats? You know who's got some of my uh, favorite teats? Who? Our sponsor. Reach a higher level of self. Find balance and calm. Become woke. With the teachings of Tate Fromage, Your mind and body will meld on a spiritual level like hot, melty cheese. Once you complete our 20-week course, you will become stronger in your sense of purpose and lighter in your pocket. Go to our website to unlock the secrets to eternal happiness at wihhw.com slash fromage. You are a mere step away from starting a lifelong journey toward the ultimate fondue. They do have an excerpt from Cotton Mather, who was the Puritan leader for all of these witch shenanigans. I will prove that witchcraft exists. Oh, should he have more of a drawl? Yeah, and I also think it'd be a little deeper. Okay. No, I think uh, he's he's more weaselly. Weaselly? You know, so, yeah. So maybe so a I little think, deeper think... yet weaselly. Deeper yet weaselly. Mm-hmm. You got this. I will prove that witchcraft exists. <laughs> Sounds exactly the same. Those who deny it exist argue that they will never... Now, see, now I'm not even making sense. <laughs> Those who deny it exist argue that they never saw any witches, therefore there are none. Does that sound weasley? This reminds me of the Colonel Sanders Museum. <laughs> <laughs> Automatically starts talking. Does, does he have wee beady eyes? And does he, 
He make fried chicken that makes you crave for it nightly. <laughs> Is he Irish? No, that's from So I Married an Axe Murder. Oh. I'm supposed to be Scottish, but that's the best I can do. So apologies, apologies to my Scots friends. All of our massive amount of Scottish oh. listeners. I will prove that witchcraft exists. Those who deny it exists argue that they never saw any witches. Therefore, there are none. That would be as if you or I said, we never met any robbers, therefore there are none. I have two pieces of evidence that witchcraft exists. First, the scripture mentions witchcraft. Secondly, many people have experienced the horrors of witchcraft. That's brilliant evidence. Oh my god, that's... It was a on-par performance. Thank you. But his reasoning was faulty. First, he, he, should, he says first, then he should say second, not secondly. That's bad grammar. In addition That's bad to grammar, cotton matter. Shame to your name. Shame on you, cotton mather. Shame. So the scripture is his evidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, other people having experienced it is also his evidence. Many other people. And as we've talked about in other episodes, uh, eyewitness testimony no longer holds up in court because uh, it is difficult to get the same story from a bunch of different people, even if they're all standing there witnessing the same thing. Because people are are special. (laughs) Yeah, well, especially if you're high as shit off of ergot. Right. Yeah. I would imagine, like, either I read this or I assume this, but it has, like, an LSD-like quality to it. See, the more you talk about it, the more I just want to eat some moldy rye bread. See, now you know why I snort my bread. Uh, you know, I was always curious about that. Mm-hmm. Um, from what uh, WebMD says, and we all know you should never go to WebMD for, um, no. <laughs> for symptoms, um, but it says... Uh, there's a high risk of poisoning, and it can be fatal. Early symptoms of poisoning include nausea, vomiting, muscle pain and weakness, numbness, itching, and rapid or slow heartbeat. Obviously, only things that could be caused by a witch. Uh, it can progress to gangrene, vision problems, uh, a.k.a. hallucinations, um, confusion, spasms, convulsions, unconsciousness, and death. All of that stuff would be scary as shit if you had no idea what was going on. Right, yo, exactly. Um, Obviously, it's demons. Violent muscle, this, uh, let's see, um, PBS also says (laughs) um, that it's characterized by uh, violent muscle spasms, convulsions, vomiting, delusions, hallucinations, and crawling sensations of the skin. Jeez. Sounds so like yeah, math. if I mean I, yeah, exactly right, yeah I mean if if I was you know living in a time that I couldn't just Google like oh this is what it is this is the cause, you know if all that stuff just randomly started happening I would probably think I was possessed but as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds terrifying. Here's a thing I saw on the internet: you have a case of the ghost. You should take cocaine about it. 
<laughs> we need to we need to let more of your blood out. That's Have right. some leeches. Replace these leeches six times a day. Yeah. I mean, so they, I still, they still do use leeches, though, in some aspects of medicine. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing surgery where you're trying to, like, reconnect body parts to other body parts, um, they have actually found that uh, using leeches, um, there's an anticoagulant in their saliva, I guess, or whatever, their mucous membranes. And so um, it leaves, um, it allows uh, blood vessels and nerve endings and things to still stay open and alive. Uh, which makes reattaching um, body parts uh, a lot more effective than any of the medicines, creams, salves, what have you, uh, that we manufacture. Nature's so cool. Yeah. That's I mean, that's behind a, this. Totally. You know, I mean, yeah, Mother Nature makes poison ivy. Right, but then she also makes this plant that usually grows right next to it. That if you smush it up and rub it on, that it'll counteract the effects of the poison ivy. You know, so it's like anything that the earth creates, there is a solution for it that it also creates. You know, the yin and the yang. Everything wants its balance. You know, mm -hmm. just until we start thinking like we're smarter than things, that we start fucking things up. Creating things that the earth doesn't have an answer for. Exactly. The BBC says that pagans believe the true. The BBC says that pagans believe that nature is sacred and that the natural cycles of birth, growth, and death observed in the world around us carry profoundly spiritual meanings. Human beings are seen as part of nature, along with other animals, trees, stones, plants, and everything else that's on this earth. I, man, maybe maybe I should be pagan. Maybe we should maybe. all just pack up and go move somewhere, like, the middle of the desert and turn to... No, the desert would be too hot. Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of this. Yeah, and a lake. And a lake. You get a lake in there? Yeah, but then you get mosquitoes. Oh, well, and snakes, but, mm, no. you know. We'll negotiate. Well, how, how about we just stay where we are, uh -huh. but we can still form our own coven? Because that's the thing, is that you just, it's much like a church or your congregation. It's just a group of people who have uh, like-minded um, uh, ideology. Yeah, I mean, I could just get a background for here, and then I could be outside underneath the full moon every moment. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I speaking of which, um, yeah, there's I a. I think we're gonna say the same thing. God. There's a there's a lunar eclipse going on. Um, by the time this airs, it would have already happened. So um, hopefully we'll we'll put something on our uh, Instagram page. But um, or you just missed out on seeing it, loser. <laughs> you need to pay more attention to the earth, people. Look at what's going around you. Get woke. Can't you feel it? There you go. That was it. Yeah. I think I remember 
I'm having this flashback memory that's just coming back to me now that I think when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I thought I was a witch. And I made up spells and put them in a Lisa Frank diary. Please find that diary. Yeah. I might have it. I want to know what kind of spells you cast. I did a similar thing in junior high. Um, I helped a friend create a love potion so that she could uh, basically get this dude to go out with her. Did Did it work? work? Uh, No, but she was a pretty horrible person, so... (laughs) What did you put in the love potion? Do you remember? Was it like uh, Cheetos and stuff, or was it like plants from outside? Uh, there were some plants from outside. There was something. Uh, I think it was a picture of the boy. Of course. And you know, so it was like so. We had like a um, an envelope, and we had a picture of him in it, and then there was like some plants from outside. And then we needed something else because I had gotten a book that had like, you know, oh, here's how to make a love potion. And and I just remember like we didn't have some of the ingredients. So I just went into our kitchen and I grabbed a, like, I don't know, we had like Italian seasoning or something. So then I put that in there because <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, it looks like dried whatever warts bane or I don't know, whatever thing they said. Um, so then um, we sealed it up. And then I had her hold it to her chest and think about this person, um, uh, you know, and say over and over again, you know, uh, I think it was love me or notice me or come to me or something like that. And repeat it over and over and over again. And then we burned it in the backyard. If you had the ability to make one spell or potion now as an adult, what do you think you would do? Ooh, I would wish for winning lottery numbers. Honestly, um, I've been, I have been very, uh, I consider myself very lucky slash blessed with having a great family and great friends and health wise, you know, the fact that I'm still alive is pretty fucking amazing. And, you know, so I, I feel very content on those fronts. So I'm like, well, let's be rich on top of it. That's good. I think I would go for happiness. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. I got some herbs that'll help with that. So <laughs> we can burn that in the backyard if you want. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Huge seizure. I went by the DEA. There was so much behind that that was going on in my brain that did not come out. Oh, I was like, I was thinking of like, that's why I immediately was like, that's like not. on the floor and like a grand mall or something. I was like, wait, what? Well, my brain is like a giant seizure of plants standing around it while it's burning. Mm-hmm. I think that I would hunt down that guy, Nicholas Flamel, and get that live forever potion and give it to my dog. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? What, is, what would she do when you die? Stop taking the potion. <laughs> just so we could die together. That's oh fair. God, that's it sounds terrible, but I just want my dog. I want to be with my dog for the rest of my life. I think that's understandable. Just uh, if you ever find a genie, don't wish for that. 
um, the the fact that having the dog with you for the rest of your life, because if the dog can only live so long, that means then the genie will only allow you to live so long. So what if I carefully worded it? Like, I want my dog to live. Oh, yeah. Consult your attorney. Consult your attorney prior to making any wishes. Right. As yeah, as so the genie pops out, I have to be like, let me get my lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me a second. Let me figure this out real quick. So, because, yeah, I was watching a TV show around time. I can't even remember what it was. Um, but somebody was like, oh, I wish for world peace. And they're like, that never ends. Like, people have wished for that before, but they always go back and change it. Are you sure this is what you want? And, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, no, no, I want world peace. And so, in doing so, it basically wiped out. Like, basically, all people were gone from the Earth because you can't control human, like, we have just too much, you know, individual will. <laughs> you can't control that. So, yeah, so it was, like, some, like, crazy horror story kind of a thing. Like, all right, this is what you wanted. And then they were, like, the last person on Earth or something. Got some Twilight Zone shit right there. Yeah. So, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. I saw something that they're going to remake Fear Street by R.L. Stein. They're going to do, like, a movie or a series on it, and it's going to be rated R. Cool. You yeah. think it's just based off of language and just kind of uh, enhancing some of the gore a little? or Yeah, probably gore. Yeah. That's super cool. I mean, Goosebumps was my jam. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, honestly, I like uh, um, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Oh, that was good. Have you ever seen that movie? It's it's super ridiculous, um, but it combines folktales, which I like, and you know, modern action movies, and like they they always have like these crazy ass weapons. And in this, you know, and then there's you know, there's the bad witches, but then there's also good witches, you know, and so the, the di- you know, dichotomy of man that, you know, there's no straight line. Things aren't as uh, black and white as you think they are kind of thing. Um, and it's, you know, it's just a bunch of dumb fun. I wonder if the gingerbread house was infused, an infused gingerbread. Ooh. Magic gingerbread house. Maybe it was an it was made out of rye bread, mm. and so when the kids ate it, then they hallucinated all this crazy ass shit. And it's not really witches; it was just some like extreme baker. <laughs> if you guys won't kick me off the podcast, I just I gotta go with Hocus Pocus. That's a That's popular legit. one. I mean, how, so how did we get this far without talking about the Wizard of Oz? Briefly mentioned it at the beginning, but yeah, we didn't talk about it. Glinda the Good Witch. There you go. What was Cranky Pants's name? Did she ever get a name? Or just she's the witch? Wicked Witch. She's the Wicked Witch of the West. Well, that's not um, a real name. Well, yeah, in uh, the the musical based off of the book Wicked, uh, her name is Elphaba. Okay. She needs a name. <laughs> so. My dad bought a house in the town where L. Frank Baum grew up. Mm-hmm. Frank L. Baum? 
Frank Elbaum. Yeah, the guy who wrote The Wizard of Oz. So the whole town was like Wizard of Oz theme, like that was their shtick. And they had a parade every year in June that was like a Wizard of Oz parade. And those of you who have listened to the podcast before know that my dad is a police officer, so he would be on police duty for this Wizard of Oz parade. And um, they would bring in the munchkins from the movie, like they would bring them in as special guests. That's awesome. um, So he would be like on munchkin duty. And there was one time where one like, I think he like fell in the middle of the road. Like my dad was trying to make sure that nobody hit the munchkin. It's like a big ordeal. Well, yeah, you can't run over a famous person in the middle of the town parade, like stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the last couple of years that I think I went, it was the guy who read the, the big scroll, the munchkin oh, read yeah. the big scroll. Yeah. So. You see the, the um, as coroner, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Her, I've yeah, thoroughly yeah. examined her. <laughs> yeah. Not only is she merely dead she's most sincerely really dead wow that's very good yeah thank you thank you silent cheers for you (laughs) silent cheers (laughs) they're there you just can't hear them so i i mean i personally used to know more than i know now me too same to all the knowledge i've lost Sorry. Say that again. Sorry. Oh, to all the knowledge I've lost. Cheers. I'm pouring one out for my homie lost knowledge. <laughs> to all the thoughts I've loved before. <laughs> well, um, to the munchkins from the Wizard of Oz and the munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts. What I had heard was we are out of time and we will see you next week. Thank you.